0: I'm going to make them an camera. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I oh, want a day. What a lovely day. I've been around the station
1: a few times. Assemble. No! With the first pick in the draft. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Film Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Cunningham. With me as always is my co-host, Jaron Heron. One day I'll think of another way to open these episodes, but today is not that day. Jaron, we've got a topic I've been really excited about for a while, movies that are rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, What's new with you in this episode that we definitely didn't just record directly after our last one?
0: Yeah, it's been about a week since our last record, so (laughs) getting back into it. Um, No, I think... um... I forgot completely where I was going with this sentence, but I'm just gonna keep talking until I remember what I was talking about. Yes, when we started this podcast, this was always a topic we wanted to do. Um it's always been in the cards. So when we kind of had a stall on what to do this week, I was just like, fuck, let's 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 pull this out of the um let's let's pull this out of the box of stuff we wanna do. And uh very excited to get into it. Because Rotten Tomatoes is an aggregate of critic reviews, everyone knows that. It's not it's not a specific site saying this movie is worth fifty nine percent. It just compiles them. But uh, a lot of people use it too. I think it's really helpful. A lot of people use it too religiously. Like, don't fucking just not put something on because it looks interesting, but it's got forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, make your own mind up, you fucking coward. Um, but it it does have that power at the moment. Like, there was just that scandal where that that. I don't know, that fucking place that, that um, agency was paying Rotten Tomatoes for good Buying, reviews for yeah. this like indie film um that Daisy Ridley was in. I don't know. I'm going on a weird tangent. Rotten Tomatoes has an intri- as, as a very unique relationship. The I think Marsh- so, yeah. It has a very unique relationship with film at the moment, but you can't deny a very powerful one. But we are going to be talking about, like Jacob said, our favorite movies that are quote-unquote rotten with two great guests that were on last week, Jacob.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about this topic because, again, this isn't going to be like a Rotten Tomatoes beatdown fest. We're not like people who believe that they are the be-all end-all and we're also not idiots who believe that they are one single entity that decides the ratings for movies. They're an aggregate and more than anything, it's just an interesting... Look at what critics think about a movie at a given time, because there are going to be some movies that maybe came out in the seventies or eighties that got bad reviews, but have been reappraised in the future. And so there are a lot. It was a really fun episode to research. There are a lot that were like, "Holy, that's rotten!" Wow, okay. So there's going to be a lot of uh, light bulb moments uh, in everybody. Rotten Tomatoes page, so sure also went.
0: When things get re released on physical media or into cinemas, they allow for an influx of new reviews. So, if you look on any list of like, you know, movies that we love that are negative or on tomatoes, there are a bunch on there, like I'll rattle a couple, like Taken and Home Alone, that when the list was made were negative, but since re releases have now gone to like 62, 63%, and some vice versa. So, they they do allow for an influx and an adjustment. Anyway, two guests, let's get to them. They're waiting patiently.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's an app with ironclad criteria, you know. It's not subjective. It's is it under or over sixty percent, which I appreciate uh, for once. All right, so yeah, returning from last week, we have Daniel Talbot, uh, a co-winner, an animator, a visual effects artist, a great friend of mine, and a lover of crackhouse animated movies, uh, as am I. When we when we pitched this episode to him and, and asked, "You're right with that topic," he said, "That's literally most of my taste." So I'm excited to see what Daniel comes out with here. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy to be back, uh, especially after "quote unquote" winning the last episode with the four way tie. You did, but um, no, I have some good picks here. Um, believe it or not, none of them are animated, but I think I still have some good picks here. Um, a good a good mixture of genuinely good movies that have had a rough go with the critics, and some that. Probably got what they deserved, but I love them anyway. So I think it'll be—I think it'll be a good episode, 100%.
1: Yeah. And uh, well returning also days. from last week, uh, a co-winner on the podcast, long-time listener, someone we've been very excited to have on here for a second episode. It is Luke from Luke Reviews. Uh, how do you feel about this topic?
3: you know being undefeated on the film draft show that that I am uh, <laughs> I, I I feel as confident as ever uh, I I do have some questionable tastes in in my film canon uh I don't have high hopes to win this episode so I would just go I will go quintessentially me and maybe try and screw over a, a few of the others and and vote eventually for which least, which list I Dislike the least, which is, I, I suspect we will all be doing that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, m- my oh, list yeah. is like half my favorites are shit no one's seen, which honestly is probably better than picking something they hate. Uh, I'll strike a balance. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. I, one I very much would like a top pick in, is all I'll say. Let's spin the wheel to see what picks everybody gets for Rotten Movies. Luke, it's almost a liner, but Luke has landed the top pick for the second episode in a row. Fate has smiled upon him on this day. Is Daniel going to get the pick two for the second time in a row? Pick two goes to yours truly, Jacob, which I'm happy about because I have a pretty clear top two for myself on this episode. All right, spinning the wheel for Daniel and Jaron. pick three and four. Jaron has pick three again. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. (laughs) And Daniel, this time, has landed the fourth pick, giving himself a decent shot at the W. I, I'm just glad I'm not lost again for once. This is this is a whole new world for me. Okay, we are ready to go for this draft. Luke, for the second episode in a row, you're in the box seat. You've got the pick of the litter. What is your favorite rotten movie?
3: Oh, I'm actually not going to go for my favorite. I'm going to go for just something to, to, to really, especially you, Jacob. Once I saw that I'm going ahead of you, I thought, I
1: swear to God. I swear to God, Luke.
3: Movie that came out about a year ago.
1: I'm going to fucking kill
3: you. More or less. I really enjoyed it. Jacob enjoyed it a bit more than me. I'm going for Babylon. Damien Chazelle's Babylon.
1: I, I quit. I'm not doing this episode
3: anymore. Oh my God. I forgot that
0: was rotten. No, no, I knew that, that was coming. That was Shit. my number
1: one pick by a landslide. You and oh, I know. Damn. I know it's not even like a five for you. So you've done this specifically to spite me, and I will not forget it, Lucas.
3: Yes. Oh my
0: God, I forgot that was a
3: rotten. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a four star for me, not quite a five star. Uh, of course, very anticipated. A little bit disappointing. I think the first third is just absolutely perfect. And, and then picked, it tries to be, to be three different you, movies. Because this is funny. It's just funny to see Jacob <laughs> It be is mad. funny,
2: actually. <laughs> it is very amusing. <laughs> it's content.
1: I, I, it I, is I don't throw stuff. this around a lot, lot but you're a cunt.
3: From an Australian, that's 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 the best compliment you can get. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Oh my god, I love you, Luke. I will shit on that's, you. That's bonus I will shit points. in
1: your mouth.
3: If I don't that get invited back, points. it was absolutely worth it.
2: No, nah, you uh, why get do the critics back it. <laughs> why aren't the critics picking up this movie? Why aren't they liking it?
1: Because it's good and they're dumb. Okay. It was just it was too abrasive and maybe made fun of the thing they love a bit too much. I, yeah, it's. I mean, it's barely rotten. It's a film that most people generally like, but uh, it's my it's my 15th favorite movie of all time, and it's now the second time I it's think, been drafted on the show from under me, so I'm not happy, Luke.
0: Whiplash is really um, straightforward. So is First Man. La La Land is really good, but really cutesy. I don't think people were ready for Babylon. I don't think they were ready for it, and people history will prove them anything. wrong it was a very, I I think it's it's the antithesis to La La Land, which was his love story to kind of this, um, this, this business. I think Babylon was the opposite to that and they weren't ready for it. It was great. It's
1: what 10 years in the industry does to a MF. (laughs) Um, yeah, Babylon's an absolute masterpiece. And, uh, you guys have all now got to work pretty hard. If you want to snag my vote, Luke, you son of a bitch. I'm glad I'm in the top two because I literally have two movies that if I didn't get, I would have been really upset. So I'm glad I at least get the other one. Uh, I'm taking a comedy. A lot of comedies are really, really underrated by the Rotten Tomatoes metric because I guess people just don't give respect. But I think most of the people here are big comedy lovers. And this is the only other rotten film that lands in my top 100 films of all time. So for kind of Babylon, at least I get Step Brothers.
0: Yes, that was on my list too. Yeah. I mean Fucking Step Brothers
1: pick. is a defining film in Jaron and I's friendship. We own Step mm. Brothers Pop Fuck. Finals. He has uh Brennan, I've got I've got Dale. Um our n- nicknames in our Facebook chat are Nighthawk and Dragon. We grew up watching that movie <laughs> together. And like so many other people from our generation, it shaped our sense of humor. And it wasn't so well received when it came out, but I maintain that it is one of the funniest movies ever made, and probably the benchmark in that specific genre of like late two thousands, early 2010s comedy spearheaded by guys like Adam McKay. They're just real absurd man, children. And, uh, I absolutely love it.
0: Yeah. That's a fucking great pick. That was obviously going to come up for me. So yeah, <sighs> fucking, fucking
1: Babylon. I'm going to, I hate you, Luke. I hate you so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is good stuff. Okay. Um, whew. okay. So I'm going to pick a movie that, uh hardly anyone has seen i know jacob has seen it and i know he really likes it um but no one has seen it despite me begging them to watch it it's actually from this year oh, i'm taking to catch a killer too. yeah very I'm taking high on my list to catch a killer um so this is a kind of fincher crime thriller from this year it's on 51 on rotten tomatoes it's by damien sashiv Reron. sorry Damien Schifron, 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 anyway, Shailene Woodley and Ben Mendelsohn. Um, And this plays as kind of your basic police procedural, but it's what's underneath that makes this movie so important and so impactful. It's an ode to people that have been ostracized. The only two people that are able to find the killer are two people that no one believes on, a gay... Police captain and a a beat cop who has kind of like PTSD and debilitating anxiety and and depression. They and they're able to find the killer because I'm not going to spoil the film, but because they can see what no one else can for a specific reason. There's this amazing monologue at the start where Ben Mendelsohn's captain tells everyone, "Don't think of this person as a terrorist. Don't think of it's a human being. Someone loved this human being. Someone trained this human being. Um, They've done this for a reason and." Uh, it's also incredibly, incredibly stylish. It plays like a Fincher film, um, but with even more like Technicolor, like these amazing blues and reds. Um, the cinematography is out of this world. Um, I really like the ending. It's so heartbreaking and yet so poignant and so satisfying. And this is what you get when you get a foreign a foreigner to make a film about the American police system. It doesn't completely take it down, um, but it doesn't completely uphold it either. It's it's very grey. The whole film is about grey areas, and I'm currently writing a visual essay about it because I love it so fucking much.
1: Hell yeah, it's very yeah, it's very much about individualism and the the good eggs in the bad system. Um. Yeah, I think it's a film that came and went in the film zeitgeist, like a fart in the wind. But I think it, if it came out twenty years ago, it would have been a hit. Uh, I think it's a yes, m- masterful thriller that I just I I'm shocked. I can't believe it's rotten, and uh, would have been very high on my list too. Agreed. Watch to catch a killer. If you take away one thing from this, I history. nearly what didn't
0: if- <laughs> watch it. Yeah, and that's it's- why that's why this comes in dangerous because I was looking for films to catch up on Jacob's fucking rigorous twenty twenty three watches. I was I was doing really well, and I was like, I want to find something else. So I found this and I was like, oh, I like the actors in it. It's got 51, so I'll, I'll just fucking chuck it on. I won't expect anything. And maybe that's what made me like it even more. But, um, and I, I recommended it to all my friends, well, to all my friends, and two of them watched it, and you and Blake fucking loved it. So it's worth uh,
1: it. Yeah, I went and saw it in theaters without really knowing quite how negatively it re- was received. So I was kind of shocked afterwards. Oh, we won't make the whole episode about To Catch a Killer, but uh, yeah, we really recommend <laughs> seeing it. I think it's one of the best yeah. films of 2023. All right, Daniel, Same. you've got two picks in a row, my friend.
2: All right, I'm picking one that I saw back in the day when it came out and I really, really liked it. Didn't find out that it didn't do too well critically until much later and it still kind of eludes me. Uh, I'm picking The Secret Life of Walter Mitty from 2013. Um, It was directed by Ben Stiller, starring Ben Stiller, Um, and it's about a guy who works at Time magazine right as it's about to go digital only uh, and they're getting their last photo for the cover of the magazine but the picture is missing so he has to go and find the photographer basically out in the world somewhere i think like greenland or something and it's this it's this very sweet movie just about like uh the value of uh, just living a great adventurous life um not being you know not living comfortably um just uh yeah, just living for adventure really. And it's just a, it's a fun movie. There's really not much else I can say about it. It's just fun. It's got some great camera work. It's, uh, some great vistas and all that. Um, just a, just a great time. And I don't know why, why, uh, it didn't do too well critically.
1: I'm a big fan of that movie as well. I watched it like a couple years ago, a while after it came out, sort of removed from that whole reception. And yeah, I really liked it too. It was emotionally powerful. It's kind of like, it's kind of like baby's first Charlie Kaufman movie. And I really don't mean that as an insult. I mean, that is, it deals with a lot of that sort of existential fantastical stuff in maybe a simpler way, but it's still really effective. Um, It's pretty high on my list as well, that one.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And also not forgetting to mention how he has like the daydreaming sequences and stuff. That's a fun element as well that I always forget about. But, um, yeah, good movie.
1: All right. And what's your other one? Jaron? you like this movie. I checked before the episode. You gave it a 3.5 on Letterboxd. Stop humming. I know you like this movie. It's all right. <laughs> Daniel, what's your <laughs> other pick? oh
2: right i get two okay <laughs> um sorry i forgot how this works i've never had first or fourth pick um hmm well my second pick i think uh, hmm. sorry i had to double think there all right my second pick is going to be home alone 2 directed by chris columbus um oh, it's Lord. the sequel to home alone obviously <laughs> um a lot of people don't like, and not just critics, but a lot of people don't like this movie, which I don't understand because I personally think it's a superior sequel to The First Home Alone. I like the setting of New York. It's got some iconic locations. Um, it's very sweet. I feel like it's more heartwarming than the first one in some ways. Um, I mean, it's it's just a, it's exciting, you know, you do all the traps and stuff in the house. I mean, it's it's a perfect uh, concept for a movie, in my opinion, and um, just a great sequel.
1: They're surprisingly not the first time it's been picked on this show. So, Homer. Oh, really? Get, yeah, it, it was chosen it was in New on my
2: York list, movies. So. Yeah, and I don't um, really yeah. like a lot of Christmas movies, so for me, it's big that it's actually one of my favourites.
1: I've never seen this one, but I respect the hell out of the pick. All right, Jaron, we're back to yeah. you. Not a good Are film. Are you sighing um, over Walter East and New York? So what? What do you got? What's What's gonna? I'm be gonna him? pick a
0: sequel that, well, is not superior to the original, but it um it is really fucking good. I'm picking Die Hard cool. Three, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Um, <laughs> that was my next pick. Yeah, I it's saw really, that. Really, really, really good, and that's because I mean I I'm in, I'm a fan of Die Hard 2, but it's just Die Hard in an airport. But Die Hard with a Vengeance, um, first of all, it's got that iconic opening where he has to walk through what, like Beale Street with that sign on his, which is just What did, what did the sign say, Jaron? I, I yeah. don't remember. I, I don't forget. remember. Um, uh, yeah, I've forgotten. Um, but you, and then you have to kind of, it, it kind of, The framing device kind of tells you why he's there and why he's doing that. He teams up with Samuel Jackson's Zeus, who's great. Jeremy Irons is an amazing bad guy. And that reveal towards the end about his connection to the first film is really incredible. And again, it doesn't do Die Hard again like the second one did. Instead, it takes you um, all around the city with these riddles that he has to solve with the help of, uh, of this guy, Zeus, um, and it's it's really interesting. Um, the action is fucking great. It's really funny, and um, it's got a lot of heart because it kind of it kind of brings that um, that storyline with his wife back into the frame, which was kind of tossed out in the second film.
3: I have a Absolutely. tidbit of information about that movie. If anyone's Ooh. interested, it was originally Please called Simon's. It. it was originally it was originally called Simon Says, but it was rewritten to be a diehard movie. Mm. Oh, I thought it was
1: going to be a deep cut. That's a, that's like Lord of the Rings kicking the helmet. Like well, I I I uh,
3: Jaron didn't mention <laughs> it, so I figured
0: I'm going to it. I would have mentioned it's, um, it's, it was the uh, blueprint for the John Cena 20, 2007 film, 12 Rounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. Bad film. Anyway, I Love won't be it. drafting that today, but it's eligible.
1: And look, some of the great films are repurposed from other scripts. Like The Raid 2 was purposed from a totally different script. Um, Not a rotten film, unfortunately, so I can't pick it. Um, All right, we're up to me. Now, honestly, I've kind of given up on this episode as soon as Luke picked Babylon, but I do still have. I have a few more essentials that I think most people would agree are good. So I'm going to shore up one or two more of them before I get into like some of my more niche personal favorites. So the next film I'm going to take is a film, I was genuinely really surprised um, to see. Daniel said there were going to be a lot of horror films on his list. He hasn't taken one yet, but I am. I think it's one of the most influential and important horror films of all time. I can't believe it's rotten. I'm taking Saw.
2: Yeah, that was on my list. Come on. Crossing that one off. Yeah,
1: I know Jaron's a big oh. sore enjoyer, but um, I actually watched it Huge. for the first time this year in prep for the new one. I don't know how I'd never seen it. I'm sure I'd seen bits and pieces of it, but um, yeah, it's just such a solidly made film. There are maybe a couple of unnecessary cutaways, but for the most part, it, its style is so gritty and so definitive of that 2000s era and so, so inventive. The fact that it's mostly just this one room, what James Wan and Lee Wanell did with so little, it put them on the map, put a whole franchise and whole genre on the map, maybe for better and for worse but uh it's such an incredible thriller and has one of the all-time great plot twist reveals yeah. and a song that gets me turned every time I hear it in all fucking ten of those movies that I've only seen like three of oh but my god, god saw- the score is uh-huh. so good hello zap like oh that, that shit
3: hits hearing it, hearing oh it in the theatre was so just
0: incredible that's a fucking great pick that was coming dun, up for me that was coming up for me dun, dun. All right. Yeah, um, so good. So I, Luke, I, I honestly oh, sorry, I'm not gonna yeah. I could pick I could pick any of the fucking ten Saw films for this episode, man. I love <laughs> them all. Except weirdly for Saw ten, like ninety percent of Rob's mother. It's a great movie. i really like <laughs> it. They're all great. They see the light. Yeah, they're not all great, but
3: I love them all. Anyway.
1: Yeah, um all right, Luke, you you you're now my nemesis. Uh yeah. can you Win me back over with your next two. Well, picks. I, I
3: screwed you over there, so that, that's that. I'm done for for now, uh, unless some, I figure out something else. So, man's gonna love, somehow
1: I, take the Audrey Hepburn movie from the 1960s <laughs> that I have on my list.
3: I've definitely seen <laughs> that. Um, I love a good musical. Ooh, I love the songs of ABBA. Combine them, you get Mamma Mia. Mamma mm-hmm. Mia is my pick. It's a movie very near and dear to my heart. Absolute five star banger. Um, Pierce okay, Bruston. Luke. He, Luke no absolute... longer
1: has my guaranteed vote.
3: Okay, uh, perfect. Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> he's singing his heart out. He's he's not great at it, but he's trying, and I just, I just love that movie. I I, I watch it over and Put over. Put that again. on the David Day cover. He's not great, but he's trying. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's all stuff. that matters. <laughs> in, in the end, as long as you're trying.
1: Look um, at him. He's trying. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, oh, I I,
1: I I enjoyed Mama. Man. I actually like the second one more, but I get it. It's a very very beloved film among our circles. Um, I don't love it, but fun pick. Okay. What are you got so next this, for
3: us? So those two were my my first two that I was planning. One screw over Jacob and and get my 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 first choice. Uh, so now we're going to number three, which we start debating but i'm going to go with a director that unpopular opinion that most people don't enjoy but i do that is one michael bay and i'm going for armageddon a movie no that okay i <laughs> can't can't disagree with that one i'm losing all the votes here I, yeah. that is absolutely fine uh, but I, I absolutely love this movie. It, it's, it's, it's so many scientific inaccuracies. Of course, there's a famous story about Michael Bay telling Ben Affleck to <laughs> shut the fuck up when <laughs> asking why don't they just send astronauts. That uh, shut the I've,
1: fuck up line is my favorite Michael Bay movie. I think. I mean,
2: it's I don't know the movies. I like it. it the only point where it loses me is the space dementia
0: crap. But aside from I that, yeah,
2: I, I love. A great lo- soundtrack. Um,
0: so I love Luke's strategy of pick one great film and make it try and offset the next four pieces of garbage. That's a it's really interesting to <laughs> see how it pays off for him in the
1: end. Yeah, it's a real we're gonna be a real top-heavy list, but I it's very much in the, the spirit of the episode. Movies. I, I actually I actually haven't seen it Armageddon. Still be good.
0: <laughs> they, they are good. Armageddon.
1: I mean everything on my list is good. Not everyone will agree, but <laughs> Okay, speaking of my list, I'm back. Um, I do have one more pick that I really love that I think everyone will agree with, so I'm going to go with that before I dig into the nitty gritty deep cuts. Maybe, but uh, the next one I'm going to take is pretty uh, cut and dry for me. It's a film that, uh, it was an Oscar nominated award season player. It just was not really liked by the critics, but again, it's a defender who maybe a lot of people, a director, a lot of people aren't into these days. But uh, I'm taking yep. my second Adam McKay film. I'm taking Don't Look yep. Up.
0: That was coming up for me. Yeah. Good one.
1: Yeah, I know Jaron's an enjoyer of that film. Um, that's not the only reason why I took it. I really, really liked it too. It's maybe like my third favorite out of the three dramatic-y. actually no, I probably like it more than Vice. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was a great comedy that had some genuine emotional pathos about the state of our world. Um some could argue that it was a bit too smug, but I think it punches the right people. And the performances in it are excellent. Jennifer Lawrence kills it. Leo is really, really great. Lots of fun cameos. Jonah Hill being a real menace in it. Um, I just think it's a solid movie that critics maybe went a bit too hard on or expected a bit too much from, you know. Um, yeah, nah, I'm a big fan of it. It's on the nose, but it kind of needed to be.
2: I yeah. enjoy it. It's, it's good. I, yeah, maybe a bit heavy-handed with its like uh, commentary, but I think that's on purpose, right? Like it's really lampooning how people respond to climate change and this sort of sensationalist uh, uh, response to it.
1: All right. Uh, Jaren, we're back. Ticking back over to you.
0: Yep. I am not going to grab a movie that I know people have rated highly. I'm going to grab one that – because I've – I don't know. I've got a couple of them, but I just really love this one and I really want to make sure it gets on my list because I know that uh, – a film adjacent to this has already been mentioned on a previous podcast so I'm taking 1990s the first ever live, live action adaptation of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, this when I'm looking at the reviews for this film which has like a 40% or something it's unreal um people are saying it's like it's too goofy or it's it's silly it's not for me it's a fucking adaptation of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles you idiots um of course it's goofy and silly it has to be to work and it's not just that it's a movie about midlife crises um death aging losing loved ones losing your childhood but most importantly it's a movie about xenophobia and i don't think i also don't think people were ready for that um in a teen mutant ninja turtle movie from the 1990s like the pain in raphael's scream when he finds out splinter has been killed or when he gets told when he gets called a freak when he's just trying to help someone from being mugged like hurts hurts me like to my core. Um, the guilt he expresses after his brother Leo gets beaten into a coma, it's really mature stuff and it's balanced out with this amazing craft. I mean, the costumes and the puppeteering are incredible. Um, April O'Meal is a fucking badass. Kevin Clash, who's the creator of Elmo and the puppeteer on Sesame Street, he did Splinter and he helped design the costumes, which is awesome. It's I think it's just like a grindhouse Jim Henson picture. Um and I I think more people I I think it's fucking great. I really love Ninja Turtles. Um it's really charming and wholesome. It is and it gave us 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 Sam Rockwell. I think you'd like it. I know, yeah. It did give us Sam Rockwell.
1: Everybody's got one movie I've never seen. So the playing the playing field is level and now yeah. Daniel has two picks in a row. I'm actually yeah. devastated about losing Teenage Mutant
2: Ninja Turtles. I didn't have it, it was picked, but I didn't actually I didn't realize that it, it had wrong. a rotten score. It's one of I know it's yeah, gonna be right? one of my favorite. It might be one of my favorite movies in general. Yeah. Um yeah, it's fucking amazing. But at least I got a double pick now. So I think I'm going to go with the 2002 movie Equilibrium. Directed by Kurt Wimmer.
1: Right. Um, it's been a this long. This is a favorite of my- sounding movie. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> a, that it's, sounds
2: it's, like it's a big
1: Daniel movie.
2: Look, it, I think the, I think the main reason why it didn't do too well critically was because it's kind of a little bit derivative of other sci-fi movies of the time. Um, it's definitely like right off the like it's right in the coattails of the Matrix all the way. Like it's got similar color grading. Um, it's got the, you know, like slow-mo action sequences. Minority
0: Report a bit as well. But yeah,
2: yeah, it's got all the like wusha sort of combat in it, but it's really just, um, a lot of fun. Like it's got some great choreography in it, some really, really good extended action sequences. Uh, Christian Bale in the lead role, which, you know, never hurts. Um, and I just, I like the, uh, I like the setting of it, like the sort of, um, totalitarian, uh, you know. Uh, it's very, like, 1984 type where, like, no one's allowed to have any emotions. They've all kind of got to, like, work in this kind of uh, bureaucratic uh, society. But I, I I, don't know. I mean, I just really enjoy it. It's a great action movie in my opinion. So that's all I really have to say about that one. Um, and then for my other pick... I'm gonna go with Event Horizon from 1997.
1: Another Daniel. Um, Mo- did you choose that on like the sci-fi app we did,
2: or I think I might have. This might be my second time picking it. But, Love it. Um, I have always been a big hater of Paul W.S. Anderson. Um, not to be confused with Paul Thomas Anderson or Wes Anderson, but um, it's probably his best film. Uh, made in 1997, uh, it was a Paramount film, so it actually got rushed to release to make sure Titanic would get its slot when it released. Um, whether or not that's the reason why the movie turned out not so great, I mean, it's anyone's guess. But I think it definitely has its merits. Uh, it's it's uh, it's definitely an atmospheric horror movie. Um, it's a haunted spaceship, which is kind of a dope premise. Uh, it's got some great gore, some great practical effects. Uh, not so great acting, which is, you know, in some cases a boon because it's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of got all the hallmarks of a B movie horror film, so obviously it's going to be one of my picks.
1: Hell yeah! But again, I feel like i bad that I can't add anything. Daniel's saying I've got three movies that I have not seen, but <laughs> it's a, it's a Daniel list. That's right.
0: All right, right. Uh, Jaron, we're over to you. Sweet. I'm going to take Paris When It Sizzles from 1964. No, no. Is that wrong? Um, Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that a real movie? Really do really it's hit. a good movie. Yeah, it's Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, brother. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> um. No, I am going to take a movie that I can look, I can see why the reviews are as they are, but I do not agree with them because Roadhouse by Rowdy Harrington oh, from 1989 yes. is yep. fucking. Awesome. Um, it's basically a Western set in the eighties in the um like grindhouse uh club era because Patrick Swayze plays a drifter who is given a large price and comes to the double deuce, the loudest, meanest, rowdiest bar in the south, and has to be the cooler. Not a bouncer, the cooler. Um it is fucking awesome. He takes on more than he can handle. There turns there seems to be like this fucking um this KFC Colonel Sanders motherfucker that has a monopoly on every single business in this little town. And he ends up taking him on to kind of free the town. He falls in love. Um, you got fucking Sam Elliott there as Wade Garrett, like the bouncer that taught him how to be a bouncer. And he's also sweet. Um, this movie just rules a uh, Keith David in a really, really early Keith David performance. Um, I think, I've, I show Roadhouse to like everyone. I think I showed it to Jacob, and then I showed it to Blake when he was here too. I show everyone at Roadhouse because I love it. Roadhouse. It's not just a Family Guy meme. It's also hey Jinx. It's also a great fucking picture, and it's everything the '80s um, does really, really well.
1: I'm very excited for the Jake Gyllenhaal remake. Me too. Yeah, um, I I enjoy Roadhouse 2, one that's very much on my list. So we're back to me. I do still have one of my top crop of crowd pleaser picks left. So if I'm gunning for the win, I could pick that, but I'm going to prove I'm not a coward. I'm going to take the film that is my third favorite behind Babylon and Step Brothers, and a film that I know Jaren doesn't like, just to prove that I'm not being a bitch for this episode. Um, it's a film that I was absolutely shocked is negative. It's a film I've taken on the show before. I'm taking Wes Anderson's The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. um i don't know right, i talked luke, about it he dead
2: silence on the wes anderson
1: front <laughs> hey hey look I, i'm not sure <sighs> if luke or daniel have seen this one but uh again it's third ferret on my list i think it's wes anderson one of his best and most underrated movies and i think people didn't really quite know what to do with it at the time it's very strange and personal and um sort of uh Marked the beginning of what he would start doing with his future career and how much he was dealing into like generational trauma and storytelling and everything. um I think it's an incredible movie. uh Jaron, I know Jaron doesn't agree, but uh it's one that I wouldn't. I would feel like I've done a disservice to myself if I left the episode without choosing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nonsense and it's bad.
1: Oh, you're a Luke. What idiot, have you got, brother,
3: Luke? <laughs> Clearly, you guys just don't have the right taste for for my for my list. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna trudge along anyway i'm excited to see uh, what he's got I, I think this one actually I, I don't know what you guys think of it but uh my list is missing a bit of swashbuckling and what better swashbuckling <laughs> than than on the caribbean seas uh and i'm going to go for pirates of the caribbean dead man's chest i think oh, that is a good be. movie that's wrong yeah, okay eh? and and so is at world's end so it was between those two but i, I like dead man's chest a Jeez. little more Uh, it's in that 2000s era where VFX were still not quite there. So there was still a lot of practical. And then, you know, your Lord of the Rings and some of of the Harry Potters, that kind of level of filmmaking. And it's just an incredibly fun movie. I've seen it a billion times. The Kraken scene is just pure wonderful destruction, the whole island bit, and then the the three-way fight for the key. And they get to the big wheel and the big wheel goes around and it's just a spectacular set piece. And of course you have Bill Nye, bill apparently that's how you pronounce it, uh one of the greatest yes. actors ever. Uh and one of the best villains ever in Davy Jones, who's just who just shows up. It injects this whole new lore into this Disney ride based movie. Uh that they've tried to do a few times since, very unsuccessfully. So, yeah, that's my pick I'd, for number four. I'd nearly
0: have to disagree with you on the CGI not being there because Davy Jones looks fucking incredible. incredible. Yeah. I, I, was I guess I, say... I guess
3: I meant more that it's they're not completely depending on it like they like they do now. No, yes, so. yes,
0: I agree. The filmmakers are using yeah. a mix of both. But, yeah, Davy Jones, yeah. maybe that's why he looks so good because they just didn't fucking blue screen out absolutely everything again maybe he's like the bloke that looks like a shark doesn't look as good but davy jones looks so so damn
3: good
1: i actually like that movie more than the first one so yeah no great uh, pick
3: i do as well um so the fifth pick is is hard it's the last pick. I i, I kind of want to just <laughs> just just do this i will get i will lose every single vote if i do this so i'll, I'll just do it <laughs> I, we have this friend group we watch this movie every year I don't know why we started it but every October we watch Hubie Halloween and we just have <laughs> we just have a great time uh, it's a misunderstood masterpiece in in my eyes it has Hubie is a great protagonist he's just looking out for the town uh, it has a great message everyone everyone learns to understand Hubie what his deal is an incredible plot twist towards the end if you've seen it i won't spoil it uh but it, it's, just, That's it's just adam a,
1: sandler isn't it
3: yeah he yep. is hubie dubois halloween so I'll i'm go just a big, hubie big, halloween i'm
1: just a big fan of june Squibbs boner donor shirt <laughs>
3: exactly i i um, wish i could have that shirt as well
1: there are, there are so many adam sandler films you could have picked and you picked hubie halloween
3: yeah, yeah, I'm surprised
1: he's not represented <laughs> more on this list. I've got a couple on my list. I don't have Huey Halloween. It's not like terrible. I didn't mind it, but like Billy Madison, like come on!
3: Wow, um, Lord. I have. To. So you've mm,
2: okay,
1: <laughs> but nah, it's a it's a personal tradition pick. I I respect it. Oh. Okay, so so Jack and
2: Jill's your number five, is it?
1: I haven't seen. But, it. Yeah, 100. percent. Um, like. Ag- all right, we're on to me. Again, I still have that crowd pleaser left that I could take if I really want to try and win the episode, but Babylon's gone and society has gone to the dogs. so I'm going to pick probably the next in line for my favourites. It's a film I definitely don't think anyone in this group has seen, but it's a film that is really sort of like it's beloved by the sort of letterbox film Twitter crowd, and it's, it's sort of gained a, a life of its own and a whole lot more appreciation among uh, people. It is the 1999 comedy, But I'm a Cheerleader. And if I was going to describe it, it is kind of like a comedic version of the miseducation of Cameron Post. Uh, it's a film Natasha Leone stars as this uh, cheerleader, of course. Yo, I who, love uh, Natasha Leone. Oh, she, she's so good in it. It's such a fun cast. Like Melanie Melanie Linsky, RuPaul there playing a straight guy, RuPaul. which is pretty funny. Uh, Michelle, A blink and you'll miss it, Michelle Williams cameo from the beginning of her career. Um, Yeah, it, it's just, yeah, she gets sent to this conservative gay conversion camp by her parents, and I think it is a film that is completely ahead of its time. It is very colourful and very silly and very goofy, which is why I think critics probably – didn't really go for it initially and it's very much among my sensibilities it's very camp and colorful but i think it's it's beautiful it's really funny it's such a great scathing critique on gay conversion therapy before people were even really having big conversations about it in the mainstream uh, it's just a great lgbt film and a great comedy that i'd recommend to everybody uh but i'm a cheerleader
0: hell yeah i i uh... Put that immediately on my list because that sounds really, really interesting. Yeah. And I, I love I, I'm not sure how you
1: go with it, but I, th- I think you, you'll dig it. Natasha is amazing in it.
0: I'll do anything for Natasha Leone. She's, well, she's amazing. I'll watch.
1: It. All right. And that is my list. Jaren, we're back to you.
0: Hell yeah. I am going um, also with a movie no one has seen. So um, we both – that's that's the theme of um, the end of our list, I guess. I'm going with the feature film debut of Get Gregory Peck. This is 1944's Days of Glory. Um, oh, cool. Days of Glory is fucking incredible. So it's – Um, It's like a radio epic because that's the way like it's kind of narrated, which is really, really interesting. Like the opening credits has the radio announcer like introducing Gregory. It's really sick and it's really of the time and it's so charming. Um, So it's about uh, American... Um, Russians in Russia during um, the occupation of World War II and Gregory ple- Gregory Peck plays the lead um, and he's kind of running this base that's behind enemy lines and they've nearly won the war but again the Nazis are all over Russia so they could appear at any time. There's always this sense of tension um, but it's really a love story even though Hugo Haas is in there. It's really a love story between him and Tamar what, Tamara Tamina Tamara Tumanova and then the other actress I don't know Dina Penn I don't know who she is but um, it's a really great love story and he has to send one of them to the battalion because they've run out of men where they are and it's it's like really heartbreaking it's got a lot of things to say about the war and women's place in it, um, and how they were kind of discriminated in more ways than one. Um, it, you kind of see the war through a child's eyes when a child appears um, at the bunker. And um, you know, it's really great. I think everyone should watch it. It's pretty hard to find, but um it's fucking made awesome before the it's really well ended, Made the war war
1: even which which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen really it, well but made. I'll put it on my list. I love that sort of stuff. Jaren still finds a way to take a Russian movie with his fifth pick, kind of <laughs> <laughs> all right and daniel trying to close this out is danica rotten i don't know no
2: it's not rotten i checked (laughs)
0: um
2: yeah geez i got like three movies i could potentially go with and i'm conscious that one of them is probably one that no one has seen and i've already kind of picked a couple that are less popular so i'm probably going to go with a film that most people are at least conscious of whether or not they've seen it. And I'm going to go with Tomorrow Never Dies from 1997. Ooh. Underrated so James Bond. That's
1: a James Bond, Underrated right? Bond I'm no expert on It's a James
2: Bond matters. film, yeah. I've always been a big fan of the Pierce Brosnan movies. I think they're probably among my favourite James Bond films. I think the 90s was when they really um, uh, went silly. They went ham with the – bond films i think like they were going silly with like he had all these gadgets and all that and um, Is that the, the michelle Yeoh one that's the michelle Yeoh one yep the the bond villains got really uh corny like it kind of became like a uh it kind of fulfilled the image of what people think spy films to be without going like to something like Austin Powers. Like, yeah, he had all the gadgets, the The villains were all very classic in their kind of presentation and uh, their motives. Uh, it's a film about like uh, mass media control, fake news and all that back in the nineties, which, you know, is, Probably more relevant than ever, although, of course, now our main mode of getting information is not through TV. They kind of got that one wrong. But aside from that, I think it's just a, it's a fun movie. And, um, yeah, I've always been a big fan of the Pierce Brosnan Bond films, and I was really shocked to see it be rotten.
0: But there you go. Unmute yourself, Jacob. Yeah, I
1: guess I'll do that. Oh, I was just, <laughs> just going to say my friends are all big Bogdan fans, Daniel included, and they're always trying to get me to watch them. And I think I'm averaging about one per year, so maybe I'll make Tomorrow Never Dies this year's Bond watch for me. I don't know. <laughs> You've sold it a little bit. Um, all right, that's it for another film draft. An interesting ep. A lot of stuff I expected didn't come up. Um, but I loved everyone's unique and personal picks. So it's time to recap those lists as we so often do. Luke, what did you pick? How do
3: you feel about it? I went for Babylon. I went for Mamma Mia, Armageddon, the Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and finish it off with Hubie Halloween. Uh, I am very happy with my list, no matter if I don't get a single vote. I I know there will be a legion out there, the, the, Hubie, the Hubie heads. <laughs> will vote for my list Fuck anyway. Um, I don't want their votes anyway. Fucking <laughs> lose it. But I'm I'm very happy with my list. It, it's it's a very comedic <laughs> list we've had here.
1: Alright. Uh I chose Step Brothers, Saw, Don't Look Up, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zisu, and But I'm a Cheerleader. Look. I had a total existential crisis. My life flashed before my eyes when Luke picked Babylon, one of my favorite films of all time. Which I really, I mean, I thought maybe Jaron or Daniel would take it from me. I didn't expect Luke to take it from me. So he he's done a sneaky on me there. But um, I yeah, I really love my list. It's sort of just a great um. It, I didn't pick anything outside of my top fifteen. Um, Saw and don't look up top fifteen. Um, Step Brothers, one of my favorite films of all time, and then I got the two deep personal picks there with Life Aquatic and. But I'm a cheerleader, but there are so many other ones I would really love to shout out that I'm going to in the honorable mentions because I found there are a lot of films I love that I've rotten. Uh, this, this was a fun one to do,
0: Jaren. Yes, agreed. uh so I've got. Uh, I picked one movie from like recent, which is like as recent as this year, and the rest are 90s and below. So I've got to Catch a Killer. Die Hard with a Vengeance, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original uh, Roadhouse, and Days of Glory. Um, again, I think I've got a spectrum of all sorts of filmmaking. You're a hard-hitting like, uh, boilerplate detective, your action film, your kind of like family film, um, and then a fucking whatever Roadhouse is, and then my 1940s epic. So, yeah, I love my list. Roadhouse. Daniel Roadhouse. Um, So my list,
2: I've got The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Equilibrium, Event Horizon, and Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, I'm pretty happy with this list. Um, I did have to show some restraint. I could have thrown in a video game movie that I knew I don't think anyone has seen. I'm excited to hear Um, what that is. I could have thrown in a Marvel movie, but I kind of didn't want to be that guy. (laughs) There's not many Um, of them, to be fair.
1: I had one. No, on there's not list.
2: many. There's a few of them. And then I had a couple crowd pleaser options, but I, uh, I kind of wanted to... Is there only one? Uh
1: Eternals, I do That could be it. Maybe, yeah, I don't but, know. The yeah, but no has, one's but... picking that. I
2: know Daniel was. But the I followed, Marvels. look, I followed my heart with this list. And I think at the end of the day, I'm, I'm pretty happy with these picks. Good
1: stuff. All right, it's time for our Honorable Mentions. I have a shitload, uh, so at least, Luke, you'll get a couple in before I waffle them all off. I hope so. Uh, what Honorable Mentions do you... Oh, wait, no, it's Daniel who goes first. Daniel, Jaren, then reverse awesome. order. I don't know the format of my own fucking show. <laughs> okay. Honorable Mentions, Daniel. What's the video game movie? Yeah. Um,
2: The video game movie was Silent Hill, which oh, shit. is a That's 2006 like movie. Film. It's like really film. good. It's not very faithful to the game in terms of story but the visuals absolutely nail it. I think it's well-directed. It's very atmospheric. It has a great ending, and I believe they're making another one with the same director, Christoph Gans, which I'm very excited about. Um, so that's my, that was my video game pick that I backed away from. Um, I have the 2000 Grinch movie by Ron Howard. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I do. Um, I have Resident Evil Apocalypse. I lied. I had two video game movies. Guys <laughs> Paul, Paul Anderson. E. Um, I had Hot Rod uh, yes. from 2007. I had, hot rod. I had Hot Rod. Yeah. Good, good underrated comedy. Uh, the Perfect Storm from 2000.
1: Did you guys see The Perfect um, Storm? I had Venom,
2: <laughs> Let There Be Carnage. I Will Always Defend no. the Venom Movies. That's that was great. my Marvel no. pick. Venom uh, there. I'll rattle off the rest of them. I had Con Air I had Jumanji. Yes. Wonder Woman
1: 1984,
2: oh, National kn- Treasure. What the
0: fuck?
1: And the Room. Wonder Woman like 1984. 1984. Are you serious? Well, I with wouldn't that have shit? put it. It's not on my list of 50, but I do like it. I liked it. it. I thought Lord. it was silly. And it yeah, was silly. Kind of silly. You got me there. It was
0: was silly, Stop but it, I It as silly. silly. Lock <laughs> me up, them boys. Take themselves too seriously sometimes. <laughs> got I don't me. know. Oh, speaking okay. of
1: silly, Jaron, what
0: honorable mentions you got for us? Well, I today. think it was silly. Accidentally, I think it was trying to take itself seriously. <laughs> it didn't realize it was being silly. Anyway. Let's get going. Uh, first, I just want to give a shout out to uh Adam Sandler. I got that's my boy, Click yeah. the Benchwarmers, Fifty First Dates, Anger Management, Little Nicky, Big Daddy, Billy Madison, Airheads, all Sandman movies that I really like. Uh, but now let's get into the ones that I was nearly gonna take. Top Gun was my next pick. Yeah, um, I don't I really like love Top, love Gun, Top Gun, but that
1: really stuck out to me as an option.
0: That was my next pick. Uh, I really like the animated film Brother Bear from two thousand three. That was coming yes. up for me as well. Um, it's so on thirty seven percent. What the f- that's weird. That movie's um, great. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is a movie I really like. Um, Alien 3, I love. You said Hot Rod. Hot Rod's great. Um, all the Rocky movies that are negative, I'd say yes, because I like all the Rocky movies. Here's one that um, I've given you all shit for a lot of options, but here's one that you can give me shit for because I've just I been copying this is it since be. 2019. I know what, exactly what this is going to be. <laughs> and this is Hellboy from 2019. Um just give no. it to me. I don't give a shit. One I of Jaren's all-time great. I Love hot takes. Hellboy. I love Hellboy. Horrible I think it's film. fucking love it. fantastic. Fantastic. I Honestly, film. didn't
2: realize Hellboy was rotten. I love that movie. I saw it not long ago too. Wait, you no, he's like talking about the remake. Of, uh, the the, the 2009 oh, Okay, scratch that. Yeah, Sorry, please. Fucking I'm talking about the really 2005
0: one. <laughs> well, I think the the remake's probably better than the 2005 one. Um, I love things I that think people it's are passionate great. It's, about
1: but
2: it's fuck. way
0: weirder it's way more violent it gets into way more of the lore Hellboy looks so much better he doesn't look fucking rubbery and like she like the 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 2005 one looks like he's been rubbed in baby wipes and he's wearing styrofoam I hate it Nah, fucking the new hellboy's so good the dead don't uh, I die like, Observe I like and Lobster Report.
1: johnson and nothing else about that movie
0: tag the Dead Don't Die, Bright Burnham, and, and Report. Shout out, shout out to tag. Tag's rotten, brother, and it's Damn, so good. I love
3: Tag. Tag's tag so should have been the greatest uh, movie ever, and it wasn't. Dude, Tag sad. is so
0: good. It rules. The Foreigner, Glass, Ace Ventura, yes. Pet Detective, Hancock, Jason Bourne. I really like King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Not many people do, but I really like it. I do too. The Interview. Yeah, it's it's wicked. And The Lovely Bones. I really like The Lovely Bones. I can't believe that's negative. And yeah, that's nice. there's some of mine. Jacob, what you got? Well, I'm
1: glad you all said some of mine so I don't have to waffle off like a million. Um, I'm just glad you're a fan of the Dead Don't Die. I didn't know you were. I really like that movie too. Yeah, um, like the film. the one crowd pleaser pick that I was going to go with if I wanted to totally gun for a win that I'm shocked no one else picked is Bullet Train.
0: That oh movie right. Is that a crowd pleaser? Yeah. Most people I know for, don't
1: No, really for like U3. I know U3. Oh. Like yes. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. So that's close. I didn't do that and much then, research. Right. I don't know what these guys think about it. <laughs>
1: I now have there are four other films in my top 10 that I just know no one's seen but I really really love one is this movie from the 1980s called Day All Laughed by Peter Bogdanovich it was his last noteworthy film and one of the last films of Audrey Hepburn it's just this freewheeling film about romance in New York City and I think it's a wonderful bittersweet comedy um, Peter Bogdanovich is one of the greats and this is one of his most underrated works uh, the other one I have is Nymphomaniac Volume 2 by Lars von Trier I'm a big fan of both those movies I think volume two is the only rotten one but i think it's an incredible and dark fucked up sex romp uh that'll ruin your day uh one of got is what a way to go which is a very obscure comedy from the 1960s starring shirley MacLaine and paul newman who plays this like really bad inventor that accidentally actually spoilers. Um, but it has like 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, not many views, but I think it is a truly a great 1960s comedy that makes fun of Hollywood in a lot of ways. Um, all right. Another one I've got is Southland tales, which I think you will enjoy Daniel. And I'm going to show it to you soon. It's the movie that basically ended Richard Kelly's career who did Donnie Darko, but, um, it is, Ahead of its time, it's absolutely bonkers. It's so prescient and so just unhinged. It's Richard Kelly throwing on screen everything he's ever wanted to see in a movie. All right, now I'll just rattle off some other ones I really like. Those were the top tiers. Um, Wet Hot American Summer, Blade Two, Jackass the movie. Jaren, I'm shocked you didn't say this one. Mr. McGoriam's Wonder Emporium. I unironically love that film.
0: Yeah. uh, I'm the world's biggest fan of that movie. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. very
1: shocked you didn't catch that one. Um, all right, Tomorrowland, which is one most people don't like, but I love. Uh, Speed Suss. Racer, I I watched it after Kyle drafted it on our show, and I loved it. Oh, uh, Ted movie. Two, underrated yes. comedy sequel. Uh, She's Out of My League, Man on Fire, which I think is like the default. This is rotten type movie. Uh, over the years, uh, Den of Thieves, underrated heist movie. It's basically Heat. Good but, film. Like, heat's awesome. Good film. Uh, Natural Born Killers, The Belco Experiment. Uh, the Package, which is the film that gave me my film trivia nickname when I chose it in a debate. Uh, the Netflix comedy, I think it's so funny. Uh, I, genuinely genuinely... You were... I genuinely
0: thought we I genuinely thought the package was from AFL footballer um, the Jake the nickname Stringer? For AFL no, footballer that guy's Jake a that guy's a yeah, purple. no, that's why I, I thought it was weird that him. you chose the, the um, package as your nickname. No, it's because of
1: the movie The Package because I chose it in our, a Cinema mm. Wars debate. Uh, Luke watched it because of my argument. so
0: Yeah, right <laughs> um, I
2: enjoyed a, it. Right, a,
1: a couple more. Jennifer's Body, Marie Antoinette, and Super. Oh, Jennifer's Body sucks, man. Uh, oh, fucks, Super. I'm glad
2: Super came up. I uh, super, always I good. Like super, super, but...
1: Yeah. All right. Um, Super's good. Sorry, I'm never going to beat the waffling allegations when it comes to honorable mentions. Uh, I'm definitely the worst for it. Luke, what do you got?
3: All right, I got a few more quintessential Luke picks that you guys definitely wouldn't have voted for anyway. We have The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like almost, I almost doubled down on Michael Bay. I went almost going with Pain and Gain. Or that's even fucking, tripled down with Transformers That's better than
1: Armageddon, I think. I haven't Way seen bad. Armageddon, I'm just assuming.
3: <laughs> uh, I could have gone for Nash, National Treasure, Batman v Superman, Kingsman, The Golden Circle, I Ugh. heard a lot of that movie. It's still up. Uh, and then you listed a couple of those. Tokyo Drift, uh, Cocktail, Tom Cruise picture. I, heard, uh,
1: I have heard some people saying that's good, so I'm going to have to check the, it out.
3: 2012, uh, Bruce Almighty and Madagascar. Just to Madagascar, list, gang. List a few of those. back.
2: Madagascar. I stand Fine, by my pick. I would have picked it. I didn't realize it was rotten. Jeez. <laughs> right Can before we start we the started episode this... over? <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> right you we were there when I got roasted for picking
1: it yeah, on the DreamWorks on. I episode. i am got to pick
0: Madagascar and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> R- right before right. this podcast, I took a big Madagascar in my toilet and then he right. jumped on it's, the chat. It's not
1: that bad. Settle down.
3: Yeah.
1: All <laughs> right. Speaking good. of big ass Madagascars, it's time to vote. Um, Luke, <laughs> for the second time uh. in a row, you have the first vote. Who gets your vote?
3: Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of these. Uh, So based on that...
1: (laughs) There's going to be a bit of that.
3: (laughs) Jaron has one that I've seen that's Die Hard. Jacob has two. Saw, Don't Look Up. Daniel has two... You haven't seen Step Brothers? No, I haven't. Who are you? I'm a fraud. That's what I am. Um, (laughs) Daniel, I've seen Home Alone and uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. But based based it on what I might enjoy... As well, Uh I have actually seen Secret Life of Water Mitty. I enjoy that. I'm gonna go for Daniel again for the second time in a row. Yeah, uh, baby. Tomorrow never dies. That's died. two for two. That was a great pull. Underrated Bond movie. We can Daniel vibe. I, I I really like Saw. Don't Look Up is okay. Uh Die Hard I also enjoy, but it's not quite. You the gave first. Don't Look
1: Up a four out of five.
3: No, I three checked. and a half.
1: All this, right, whatever.
3: This is. Yeah. Jacob's got all going the to change the receipts of going, every movie going we've going ever man's seen. Man's going to
1: change his rating right now, I bet. Alright, uh, my turn to vote. Um, again, this is a tough one. There's a lot of stuff. Actually, no, it's not a tough one. My vote is really fucking easy for this episode. I don't know why I said that. Maybe actually the easiest vote I've ever had on this podcast. So, Daniel, you started out really strong with Secret Life of Walter Mitty and then picked four movies I haven't seen. So, I can't really argue against that, but I, <laughs> I guess I just can't really vote for you with the four movies I haven't seen. But I do really like the Secret have Walter Mitty and none of those films seem egregious they all seem like films that are probably not as bad as the critics say and they're very personal to you uh Luke you picked one of the greatest films of all time Babylon ahead of me which made me hate you but also thought oh you would guarantee me your vote I like Dead Man's Chest, but then QB Halloween and Mamma Mia kind of not so <laughs> great. I'm voting for Jaren. It's like like by far. Ooh. Um to catch a killer, incredible. Dial with a Vengeance, also in my top ten. I haven't seen Ninja Turtles or Days of Glory, but they seem like really interesting picks that I would like to watch. And Roadhouse, I'm a big fan of. Maybe Jaren made me watch the, that film months before we started this podcast <laughs> in preparation <laughs> for us one day doing this ep to get my vote. And it paid but, off. Um, is Jaron in a landslide for me? Uh, yeah. Jaron, who, who gets your vote?
0: Thank you very much. Uh, mine's also not close. Um, so, <laughs> Daniel started off strong by picking an average movie and then picked a bad movie and then a bad one and then a bad one and then one I haven't seen. Um, Luke picked a great movie and then a bad one and then a bad one and then a good <laughs> one and then a terrible one. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Would you seriously? Uh, but... As much shit as I give you, um, it's personal to you. And I am absolutely guilty of picking per- I mean, I fucking like Hellboy twenty nineteen. Who am I to throw stones? Um Jacob, uh you win. You win my pick. Uh because Step Brothers is fucking amazing. Saw is amazing. Don't look up, I really like the life of the life aquatic I do not like, but I'm a team leader. I'm a cheerleader I haven't seen. But to be honest, you really sold it for me. Like I kind of want to put it on now. It seems really interesting. Um, so it's your list.
1: Thank you, brother. Oh, me and Jaren are vibing. Luke and Daniel are vibing. Who is Daniel going to vibe with at the end? Um, this is a hard one for me.
2: It's not a runaway because um, you've all picked at least one movie that I like quite a lot, um, and then the rest I either haven't seen or don't really care for. Um, in is Luke's he going to pick Luke
0: Bab- for the second four-way tie in a row? <laughs> no, 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 no. In, well, look, let, let me explain
2: first. So in Luke's case, Babylon, again, like, what Jacob said it's a brilliant movie I love it so much um and then the rest of his films I don't really care much for like Armageddon I could take or leave and then the others I just don't have any thoughts on in Jacob's case Step Brothers is really funny um I was gonna draft Saw I think it's honestly it's a it's a great movie it's a it kind of fell off as they made sequels but Saw is undeniably a good movie uh don't look up I love it um, and then the other two life aquatic and, but I'm a cheerleader. I haven't seen, and, uh, I'm probably not in a hurry to see them. Um, and then in Jaren's case, I like die hard with a vengeance and I love teenage mutant ninja turtles. And then the rest I have not seen. So it's kind of a, a mixed bag for me on films that I haven't seen or movies that I just don't really have any opinions on, even if I have seen them. So I think I'm going to have to give this one to Jaren because oh, of so Ninja close. Turtles no. and Die
0: Hard. Thank you, No, It's just, it just
2: like Ninja, Ninja Turtles just really sells it for me, and I'm frustrated, beyond frustrated, that I didn't realize that was rotten.
0: Oh, man, it's so Well-played. good, right? I'm... I think that's a movie that people dismiss because the co- the costumes seem dated even though you know it's a part of the fucking film. So I'm really glad that that honestly when you mentioned the turtles in the last episode I was like oh fuck yes yeah. so I have another turtles enjoyer this is what I'm talking about. So I'm just glad that that was um that was there and thank you for that vote. Yeah, no, I, I really was- connected over the ninja turtles. You've got yeah, your man. first we've...
1: outright win in quite a while, Jaren, and uh, it's a yeah, deserving it's been... one. You're my favorite list by far. Besides, thank mine, you, brother. But, you
0: know, it's been six episodes since I won one, and eight since you have outright. So we were we've been not doing well on our own show. <laughs> so we we needed this. Um, but it was also against um, stacked lists because Luke didn't get a vote, but he did have Babylon. Might be the best movie on this whole page. Um, and it Daniel is. got a vote. His movie is really great. Um, but yeah, I've—I um, I don't know. I picked days. I picked a 1944 film just because I love it, and I still got the. I still got the vote. So I think that um, maybe not having a Coward's Heart helped me out in the end. Look, but anyway, I, this has been a well, fucking great episode
1: not having a coward's mm. heart burn me this is what i get for choosing a movie i love if i just picked bullet train i might have snagged daniel's vote because i would add four <laughs> movies he likes um but yeah very deserving win i i'm just i'm hurting this episode hurt me with bullet- the babylon the, i'm still just i'm angry luke i'm angry <laughs> well,
3: i'm happy <sighs> god so, the babylon who, who's the real man. winner here <laughs> Mr. Jaren. Luke. It's Jaren. Well, yeah. Indisputably. Yeah, think about this. Look, these are rotten well, it, movies. I got no votes. Clearly, I have the most rotten list. So. But
1: we're picking the best rotten movies. Well, yeah, we're picking yeah. good
3: ones, you doofus. Yeah, this is just
0: better. Um. Elias Cotier says Casey Jones, that is all. Is that a whole case? Is the case all bad? I hope you didn't pay money for that. Um, Everyone, please go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I can't say it better. It's a Grindhouse Jim Henson picture, and it's got a lot of heart. Um, that I think dismissed That line on
1: more than anything.
2: And fun fact, it was the highest grossing
0: independent film until Blair Witch, I think. Damn. Yeah, 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 Um, Jacob, it's on Netflix, and it's only like 90 minutes. I really think you would like it. I think you should give it a watch. Um, I
1: absolutely that and Days of Glory very very much piqued my interest. Uh, but I'm a chill as not leaders not on anything. But you should watch it. <laughs>
0: hell yeah um I'll find <laughs> um but this has been a great episode we're just waffling now because I don't think we want this to end we all had so much fun yeah, I love being January. on here with Luke and Daniel and obviously Jacob it's been yeah it's been real um thank you boys so much for coming on um Luke you didn't pick up the win here but you did pick up a uh, joint panel win on the first episode and it's been so great having you how did how did how did you find the episode and where can the people find you
3: you know, I just came here to have a good time, laugh about a few of my picks, which is exactly what happened. Screw over Jacob in the process, which was even that was the, 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 be, the best part of the whole day, <laughs> uh, just to see that reaction. Um, I'll I'll, be, I'll make sure to do more research so I can screw over Jaron next time. Um, but yeah, in an ocean me, episode. We already did the ocean <laughs> episode. So yeah, uh, well, you know, Josh took one. that
1: from
0: you there, didn't he? no 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 i took it oh you got it i took it over josh you took it from josh yeah it was so obscure that you thought he was taking the piss by saying damn i wanted that but he wasn't he really
1: wanted it (laughs) (laughs) all right um luke where can the people
3: find you my friend you can find me and my questionable tastes on uh, instagram and youtube under look reviews you know my top 10 of the years coming up maybe by the time this episode goes out that video will also almost be out so uh you know, we can see, don't we make can get, that video without watching to there. catch a killer please if, if, if it's somewhere i'll find it <laughs> oh it's, it's incredible it's really great it's i'm gonna really check
1: great. before i get to the next plug because it's really important that everybody out there watch to catch a killer it is available in australia to rent on youtube or amazon video there you go. I'll
0: buy it on physical because I bought it from JB Hi-Fi. It's like ten bucks already.
1: Yeah, it's only DVD. God, I hate this. Yeah, I know, but so at
0: least I own it. I can give it to people. I can watch it that whenever I want without fucking renting it from, from YouTube. send it like over that. here?
1: Yeah, can you mail it to Latvia so Luke can watch it before <laughs> i have he makes to mail video? my
0: Blu-ray player with it so it'll play because DVDs have like twelve regions. But yeah, I mean, we no could worries, be no. the
1: same as Latvia. Who knows? I haven't checked. But um, <laughs> all right. And uh, Daniel, thanks again for coming on. You picked a very Daniel list, which I appreciated. Um, anything you want? Any final parting words before you yeah. get out of here? Uh, I'm a little
2: devastated now that I realize that. In the previous episode, if I had the Turtle Assault Van in my draft, oh, I could have shit. won Jaren's vote. And then in yes. this episode, if I drafted the 1990 TMNT movie, I probably would have also gotten his vote. So that's two wins that I potentially lost out on because of Ninja Turtles. But um, if it makes you feel nah, better, it still
1: wouldn't have gotten my vote. <laughs> that's right. But, yeah, nah, but he would have won because I'm, he got I'm,
2: Luke's.
0: Anyway, that's gone. right. Yeah.
2: Uh, But look, I had a fun time either way and uh, I can't wait to uh, appear again sometime in the future. Um, But uh, yeah, it's always a pleasure. Um, You can find me on Letterboxd as D Talbot as we established in the last episode after being reminded what my username was. He used to have Um, a really
1: cool, colourful profile picture and then he changed it when I mentioned he had a cool, colourful profile picture. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still fighting that one I miss, in court. I missed that um, one. Otherwise, uh, yeah, no,
1: nah, thanks for having me on, guys thank you man uh you can find me on instagram at jacob watches films i never plug my letterbox but it's there it's in the description i'm very very probably too active on there it consumes my life at this point uh we're wrapping up year end award season stuff i'm, po- I'm posting youtube videos again i'm kind of like luke i go into hibernation until the end of the year and then start going That's gangbusters making videos again uh, so look forward to all that stuff. I've seen like 150 movies this year and I'm excited to um, share my love for some of the best Damn. of them. And Jaren, Jaren's really been getting back in the new release train this last two years as well. So we'll be doing- I've seen we'll be doing a video on our collective film draft awards at the end of the year as well. So, um, yeah, just, we love, we love doing this. We love talking movies, follow the film draft on Instagram, vote for your favorites. Um, also obviously me for this episode, but, um, no, it has been a good one. Jaron, take
0: us home. Hell yeah. Um, so we're kind of like Nick Fury at the moment. We're going through all of our past guests, those that have, that have performed the best, those have the best banter. We're also keeping a lookout on social media for those that engage the best because we're building a roster to have a mega draft to draft our favourite films of 2023. So keep an eye out for that. That'll probably be coming only a few episodes after this once everyone's had a chance to see everything. Very excited that. I'm not for making
1: that. it until I've seen the zone of interest and we don't get that till yeah. like mid-February. Fury.
0: yeah at least mid feb um but fucking this one's Australian, like yeah. what january 8 or something so a few more episodes um but anyway you guys have been absolutely amazing thank you so much for coming like jacob said go to the film draft instagram please follow us there and um vote in the stories vote on the posts um you can find me on letterboxd or instagram um and yeah please watch teenage mutant ninja turtles from 1990 with an open mind it's fucking great uh <laughs> this episode has been amazing thank you so much guys
1: also, I just want to say, just before Jaron said he's seen one hundred and thirty movies this year, he's actually seen one hundred and sixteen. He'll get there. Is that but, right? Um, just want to make that known. You know,
0: you're like like a grade A cunt. That, that needs to be the like. <laughs> all right, that's the final <laughs> that was one. off like the top of the dome. Oh, I think like about one hundred and thirty, <laughs> and you just had to. You're. Fucking you're ass. pretty close. Keep this in. No, keep this in. <laughs> I want people to know how much I feel. I am. Hate I, you. Want, it, I want people long to long know that Jaren's inflating his stats. <laughs> no, you're a, f- you're a fuckwit. Oh, oh, seriously, end the episode now. <laughs> Subscribe to no, our TikTok as well. I'm going to make a man off the camera.
1: Frankly,
0: my dear, I don't give a damn. I oh, want a day. What a lovely day! I've been around the station a few times. Assemble.
1: With the first pick in the draft...